What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some different things going on in the stock world. So uh, let's start with the first article. The U.S. is tightening travel and travel testing requirements uh, and mask mandates as part of a broader plan uh, to fight COVID. Uh, so... As you all may have already known, uh, the Omicron is spreading uh, more. It started off in South Africa. Uh, there are already some confirmed cases in the U.S. Um, I think there's some in Colorado, California, I mean, and uh, now New York. And so um, starting to tighten down uh, some restrictions uh, to help combat uh, the spread of that. So the Biden administration is tightening travel rules. Uh, to and within the U.S. requiring all inbound international passengers to test for COVID within 24 hours of departure uh, starting on Monday and extending its mask requirement on planes and public transportation through March 18th. <clears throat> the changes were announced Thursday as part of a broader plan to bolster the nation's uh, arsenal of tools uh, in its fight against the virus as the world enters into the third year of the pandemic. The plan is also the latest move by the Biden administration to stem the spread of the new highly mutated Omicron variant of the coronavirus, uh, which was first reported by the WHO by South Africa uh, a week ago. At least 23 countries have identified uh, Omicron cases so far, and the numbers expect to rise in the coming weeks, uh, and this was reported by the WHO. Uh, the U.S. joined the list of the confirmed uh, cases that varied in North uh, in Northern California, um, and there were also some confirmed in New York. So um, definitely going to make for a very interesting uh, holiday season, uh, especially you know considering uh, that is the you know time where most people began to travel, um, and so definitely going to be looking to see uh, how those things work. Um, we do have more things to combat it now. Um, they're talking about passing a pill for Merrick. Um, and then also <clears throat> there are home testing kits available uh, for a lot of people. So those are other alternatives uh, to look at. So definitely very interesting. The economy itself uh, starting to see, you know, the waves of this. When the Omicron first came out, the market fell about 900 points. Um, and so there's definitely a lot of uncertainty in the market in general uh, for their overall broad market uh, with this virus spreading uh, as rapidly as it has been. So uh, next we'll talk about um, Going Green. So the Going Green initiative, there are a lot of companies that are moving towards, uh, you know, the uh, no carbon emission by 2023, I mean by 2030. And so that's definitely been something uh, that a lot of companies, a lot of big companies have been <clears throat> moving towards. And so a huge $2.6 billion green hydrogen project is planning uh, or is planned for Europe. Spanish power company uh, Ibedrola and Sweden H2 Green Steel are to partner to develop a major facility. Now this uh, facility uh, will produce uh, green hydrogen uh, in yet another example of how companies are taking uh, 
and interest in the much-talked-about sector. Uh, the announcement on Thursday, the firm said the $2.3 billion uh, euro, or about $2.6 billion in USD, uh, project would see them set up a green hydrogen facility with it uh, and electrolysis uh, capacity of one gigawatt. Financing will come from a mixture of equity and green project financing and public funding. Uh, hydrogen, which has a diverse range of applications and can be deployed in a wide range of industries, can be produced in a number of ways. One method includes uh, using electrolysis uh, with the electric current splitting water into oxygen and hydrogen. Uh, if the electricity used in the process comes from a renewable source, such as wind or solar, uh, then it call it green or renewable hydrogen. So basically... Um, it takes electricity to make uh, the hydrogen, uh, the splitting of the oxygen and um, oxygen molecules. So, you know, the there's different types of hydrogen out there. There's regular hydrogen, but the reason that they're calling it green hydrogen is the way that electricity is made. So just bear that in mind. Uh, green hydrogen is something, you know, I think kind of goes over a lot of people's head. But green is just in refer reference to the way the hydrogen is made. So there are a lot of people who are jumping on uh, the bandwagon to help, you know, cut down the, the cost of electricity and help go green. So this is just another company that's doing so. Uh, $2.6 billion is quite a bit of money. So there's huge amounts of funding going into this. Uh, so definitely look at some companies in uh, this field, uh, especially for renewable energy like hydrogen. Next, I want to talk about uh, Chinese electric car startup Haikin claims uh, funding of more than $300 million is on its way. Uh, so electric uh, Chinese car startup Haikin hasn't delivered many vehicles yet, but it claims uh, it's on the verge of a large fundraise as investors pour money uh, or more money into the hot sector. Uh, the news of more capital uh, looking uh, at other players in the Chinese electric car company like startups Neo and Xpeng uh, have already delivered more than 10,000 cars uh, each in November alone. Unofficial figures, which Haikan declined to confirm, indicate sales of a few hundred vehicles during the first 10 months of this year. Um, and so Xpeng and Neo are actually publicly traded. Um, and so Neo, if you want to go look at it, is under ticker sign NIO. They closed today at $32.20, uh, but they are uh, a major Chinese manufacturer of EVs. Xpeng um, is actually trading under the ticker sign XPEV or XPEV. So you may hear some people say, um, I'm trading XPEV, but it represents the company Xpeng. Um, and they ended the day today at the time of recording at $44 even. So <clears throat> definitely uh, both of them uh, are on a little bit of a bearish downward trend. The whole market is on a bearish downward trend, uh, but maybe a great buying opportunity because I don't think EVs are going anywhere. And these are Chinese-based EV companies. So bear in mind their rules and policies on EVs are a lot different than the U.S. And so the laws and things that are passed in the U.S. don't directly affect them, but you can still trade them on the market. So next, we're going to talk about uh, some big news uh, for the space industry. So NASA awards Blue Origin and Northrop Grumman um, and NanoRacks with contract to build private space stations. 
Um, and so NASA awarded a trio of companies with contracts to develop private space stations as the agency prepares uh, for retirement of the International Space Station. Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin, Northrop Grumman, and Enorax were awarded uh, combined $415.6 million under NASA's commercial uh, LEO uh, destinations or CLD project, the agency announced on Thursday. Nenorax won the largest individual award with $160 million, while Blue Origin and Northrop Grubman received $130 million and $125.6 million, respectively. Notably, private holding company Voyager Space is a majority sh shareholder of XO Markets, uh, the parent of Nenorax. NASA told um, <clears throat> CNBC earlier this year the agency uh, received roughly about a dozen proposals uh, and from a variety of companies for contracts under the project. With NASA planning to retire the International Space Station by the end of the decade, uh, the CLD program represents an effort to turn to private companies for new space stations, uh, with space agency expecting to save more than $1 billion annually as a result. Rather than build uh, and own hardware itself, NASA is increasingly turned to public slash private partnerships as a way to achieve its goals in space. The agency has had great success uh, through its model in the past decade uh, with cargo and crew services providing uh, provided via vehicles built by SpaceX and Northrop Grumman. The agency does not expect to foot the entire bill for the for helping companies build new space stations, with NASA saying the strategy has to work for both the government and private sector uh, from an investment perspective. Blue Origin previously unveiled its plan for a space station called Orbital Reef in partnership with Sierra Space, Boeing, Redwire Space, and Genesis Engineering. Uh, the company planned to have the baseline configuration of Orbital Reef operational by 2027, which will build uh, into the next decade. Nanorax also announced plans to build a station called Starlab, partnering with Voyager and Lockheed Martin, and aims to be operational uh, in orbit by 2027. Northrop Grumman is building its own private space station, which the company says will uh, initially support four astronauts and then expand to an eight-person crew. Uh, notably, Axiom Space, a company which already won a $140 million NASA contract uh, to attach a habitable module uh, to the ISS, is not uh, or did not bid for the CLB project or CLD project. Uh, in a statement, Axiom said, uh, warmly congratulate the winners. Looks forward to the shared vision of thriving commercial networks in LEO. So definitely a lot of money going into space, different space programs. Um, as far as technology is concerned, I know SpaceX has a lot of technology already uh, that can be used for these space stations, but uh, definitely a uh, Huge congratulations to those companies that won those contracts. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of money going into that, and that will definitely help, um, you know, the space program as well as those companies uh, continue to grow. Uh, so Northrop Grumman is actually a publicly traded company. Uh, so if you want to look into investing into Northrop Grumman, um, 
they ended the day um, at $357.84, and their ticker sign is NOC. So if you're looking at the market, make sure you look at ticker sign NOC, which is north of Grumman. Uh, you may be able to benefit from this deal that they just made. Lastly on here, uh, ending it off with some more space news, uh, Rocket Lab gives first look at plans for bigger uh, reusable neutron rocket as it takes on SpaceX. Uh, so Rocket Lab on Thursday revealed more about the larger, more powerful neutron rocket that is delivering. Uh, the CEO, Peter Beck, said this is Neutron. Uh, it is an absolute beast. Uh, neutron is designed to be 131 feet tall, uh, 23 uh, feet in diameter, and it's targeting a maximum payload capacity of 15,000 kilograms to low orbit Earth uh, for usable launches. Neutron will be able to carry up to 8,000 kilograms uh, to low, low orbit Earth uh, or low orbit. Earth orbit. These are the first details given uh, about the new rocket since the company announced um, that it had plans earlier this year to build it. Um, and so the launch marketplace was divided into three sections, small, medium, and heavy lift. Neutron will target the middle section, while Rocket Lab's existing Electron rocket fits into a smaller segment. While SpaceX's Falcon 9 rocket can lift up to 22,800 uh, kilograms to low Earth uh, orbit, Neutron will compete uh, to launch many of the same spacecraft that Elon Musk's company is currently delivering to space. Uh, Beck, who's the CEO, declined to comment on the price tag of Neutron's launch, uh, but said the rocket uh, would be a pointless exercise if um, it didn't think that we would be very cost competitive with uh, anything that's currently in the market or being proposed. Uh, for comparison, Rocket Lab's small electron rocket goes for about $7 million per launch. Uh, Firefly's medium-sized Alpha rocket goes for about $15 million per launch. And SpaceX Falcon 9 uh, is advertised at $62 million per launch. Um, and so for the design of the Neutron, um, similar to Falcon 9, the first stage Neutron is reusable, uh, but that's where most of the similarities end. Uh, SpaceX occasionally lands its Falcon 9 booster um, back near the launch site, but typically lands uh, on a drone ship in the ocean. Neutron is designed to return to the launch site for all its reusable missions. Um, and then the CEO also said... <clears throat> Uh, Beck did not rule out ever landing on a drone ship, uh, but currently that's not in the design. A bunch of uh, use case where landing on a drone is advantageous, but emphasizes that returning to the launch site is the most cost-effective approach. So um, that's one advantage that Falcon uh, 9 currently has with SpaceX, that they can uh, launch on a drone ship. Um and so he described it as a very fat vehicle, saying uh, the description for a neutron. Um, it said that it was big, uh, big ballistic coefficient and makes it ideal for launching, uh, landing and launching again. So this is going to be a big, robust uh, uh, motor uh, that's going to be launched. Um, and so definitely uh, going to be looking forward to see some design of this and then also seeing some testing and capabilities of this as well. Um, and so 
definitely going to be looking very interesting, especially with the price point. Um, $62 million per launch for Falcon 9, um, you know, is quite a big price difference between having a $15 million launch or a $7 million launch. So uh, definitely going to be looking to see uh, how those things perform um, and going to be, you know, looking at um, if the cost efficient, if the cost uh, really are a factor. Um, if the $62 million launch is, you know, basically guaranteed, you have the technology, uh, you know it's going to work, $62 million may not be that bad of a price tag, uh, especially if it's coming to uh, the safety of human lives. SpaceX has already proved themselves that they can launch people uh, into um, uh, low, earth low Earth orbit, um, but, you know, this company, Rocket Labs, hasn't really, you know, proved this fact, though. One difference that I say is uh, major between the two companies uh, from an investment standpoint, though, is that SpaceX is not publicly traded. Rocket Labs is publicly traded. So if they are successful uh, with this Neutron rocket, um, then you can actually benefit from it. They are trading under the ticker sign uh, for Rocket Labs <clears throat> currently at $13 and uh, 14 cents at the time of recording and their ticker sign is RKLB. So RKLB stands for Rocket Labs um, and definitely since they're doing something that's directly competing with SpaceX which is pop which is private and not publicly traded um, you could definitely see some huge benefits from this maybe a great long-term hold especially since there are large uh, multi-millions of dollars being funded uh, into the space exploration so uh, hopefully this information helped you all out um, I know you know there's a lot of money going into space it's not really looked at that much uh, when you hear about money going into the different areas people talk about um, you know infrastructure with the infrastructure bill uh, and you know going green but there's also a large push for the space industry um, that's going on as you know reference with the different figures of the different companies that are getting these large hundreds of million dollar deals so um, you know besides being able to profit off of you know the vaccine industry and the um, going green industry the renewable energy industry make sure you guys go look at the space industry because there's a large amount of money going into that which will definitely help the profits of some of these companies so good luck to everybody their trading hope everybody has a great rest of the week and i'll see you guys next time peace